Hey, how's it going, Mike? All right, how are you doing, Kyle? Pretty good. My teams are going to the playoffs, man. Oh, the, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the Packers and the Bills. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they're... And they're go- I'm going to be fighting against my wife next week. She's a <laughs> Chiefs fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I told her she should cut me some slack because her team's won Super Bowls. My team hasn't. Yeah. yeah. They've won- the Chiefs have won multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, she needs to get your back now. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills <laughs> have gone to Super Bowls and lost four in a row. They need to have... <laughs> A chance. Yeah, I remember seeing them in there in the 90s at some point. Yeah, they had the no-huddle offense. That was my favorite team. Mm-hmm. That was when I was, like, like heavy into football. Like, Yeah. I knew every player. I knew the defense. I knew what they would do. And then I... It seems like over the years I've sort of like lost more interest. Mm-hmm. I think it, I blame it on fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. Because it just yeah. became a numbers game, and it, I started to lose interest in the game itself. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I we, haven't uh, haven't really watched any football. Yeah, you said you weren't into too much into the sports this year, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I watched uh, watched baseball and uh, uh, watch hockey as well, and yeah, ho- hockey just got started up again. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like yeah, it just ended it. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the the basketball, the, the NBA, and the hockey just yeah, ended have, and then started back right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have long seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, three titles today. We have Elvira, um, Hawkman, and Shazam. Mhm. And I I had one uh I had one extra issue to read of Hawkman cuz there was the last yeah, that... time we covered I think I think I had hadn't read as many as you had. Yeah. I only had uh t- 29 to read. <clears throat> yeah, I had 28 and 29. I think he which wrapped actually... it up which is the JS kind of like the JSA kind of thing. In his fear, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, the so the two issues that I read, they fit together really well because they were part of the same part of the same kind of finale. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I, uh, I think he uh, usually it, when they end a series because of low sales and stuff. Um, it sort of peters out, but I I think he like he followed through, or either that or they let him finish his arc, like complete, because it didn't feel rushed and it didn't feel like awkward or at all. I thought. 
Yeah, yeah. Or he he could have just gotten lucky, like timing wise, and been able to um, time out the last few issues. Maybe he maybe he heard some news uh, at a good point, timing wise. Yeah. He had some really good artists too. He, I thought. Yeah, he did. Consistent artists. Uh, like Shazam to me. It, it switched a lot, but I was okay with it because I like them both. Like, mm-hmm. I knew Scott Collins from Flash, and I yeah. I liked him, and I paid him a lot of commission money to make me the <laughs> Freedom Fighters, and I like his art. But his style is is so different from Eaglesham, you know? Yeah, it is. But where the, the guys that were on Hawkman, I thought they all had a similar, like, style. Like it, yeah, se- they, it seemed did. more to flow. Yeah, definitely more <laughs> consistent feeling. And in Shazam, they did a good job, I thought, like switching the artists because it seems like Eagle Sham was always drawing the family, and uh, mm-hmm. the other artist was focusing on uh, like the monster men in the different Ye- worlds. Yeah. Yeah, that's how at least until the the end end the end yeah. end it was all Scott Collins, but I thought he did a really good job with like the final battles. I, yeah, I, he I, did. I, I I really I read it all today because um, I, <laughs> I I had to read for Geek Brunch last night mm-hmm. or, yeah. or you know the last couple days I had to read for Geek Brunch, and I had already read Elvira because. I had a head start when I picked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and the first issue of Elvira was pretty long. Like it was an extra size. Instead of like three stories, it was like six. It seemed like it was a, it was, yeah, big. it was like 64 pages or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the, the second one really was jarring to me with how short it was compared to the first. To the first one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt like a smaller, yeah, like it. it's over, like it it ended yeah, right away. I think I think we got like maybe one, maybe one or two. I think we got two stories in the yeah. second issue, and and I was expecting another one, and it. It booted me out back to the yeah. to browse, and I'm like, "What the heck?" <laughs> One of the things I think you would you would really like, because you seem to like like House of Mystery and stuff like that, is um, the Warrant magazines, the the creeps and the vampire camellia, like oh, they okay. they are they are just like House of Mystery stories. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They're they're magazine size though, and they're black and white, so that's that's a difference. They're they're like the old Warren magazines, which was creepy and eerie and Vampirella. They're kind of yeah, like I'm knockoffs lo- of those. I'm looking at uh, the creeps on DCBS right now. Yeah, me and Bill love it. Like Bill doesn't do monthly, but he does monthly on creeps. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Cuz he he does trades on most everything. Although he switched on Savage Dragon and Spawn, like he gets them monthly. Yeah, I may have to uh 
I'm going to have to edit my order here and add add a couple issues in. Yeah, creepy creep. I'd be curious to see what you think, but there's so much in that vein. Like I, I and I the art is like so is 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 better. Yeah. It's like European artists, like it their their line style is like hyper detailed. Huh. And um, we were looking at like, I was, we were trying to figure out if some of them were reprints because we were like, Dan Glute, Don Glute, this guy's old. Like I I did a Google on him, and I was like, this guy's like 75. <laughs> and uh, like he wrote Empire Strikes Back novelization. He's done movies and all this stuff. And then at the end of his biography, he said he writes for Creeps magazine. Oh, that's and cool. yeah, I'm like so. They have like a lot of classic like writers that used to write for the horror books, and now oh, they're yeah. they're huh. they're older, but their stories are just just as good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Huh. And their artists are like classic. They're they're it, it's really good. Yeah, I'm curious to try try this out. I'm gonna get a couple of these issues. Yeah, they're they're like five ninety nine, but It'll take you about forty minutes to read. You know, like yeah, if you read it to yeah. cover to cover. So yeah. like if you look at your value of what like a regular comic takes you versus this magazine, I think you'll appreciate it for the cost. Oh yeah. And yeah. they're yeah, four seventeen with the discount, so Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, it's so good. They're getting sued right now, so I don't know how much longer they'll be around, but or, or if they'll Uh-oh. win, <laughs> they're getting oh. sued by uh, Creepy Magazine. Oh the, man! So they're called Warrant. They're an offshoot like of Warren, like Warren Magazine, and Warren, uh-huh. whatever, whoever owns the properties of the old Warren, like Creepy and Eerie, are going after them hmm. for likeness, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's that sucks. Yeah, and I think it's kind of at least the creator of the magazine. I I think it kind of hurts him because he's he lo- he 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 was inspired by those magazines, you know, to do oh, these yeah. things. Yeah. Because he loved them so much, and now he the people that are, are suing him. I I don't think the original people are alive, but whoever the children are, who own whoever inherited the the properties yeah yeah and that it the comic the comic stuff is uh it's it's frustrating when when stuff like that happens because the comic stuff there's so much of it i mean everything is you know pretty a much an off off, of something else yeah. yeah it's an offshoot of something else pretty much and yeah so it's yeah that's a. Uh... That's an interesting magazine, and I wanted to bring it to your attention because we've been reading a lot of like House of Mystery, um, yeah, Elvira, yeah, re- Ghost Castle. <laughs> yeah, those have been really good. I've enjoyed yeah. those. So, what do we want to start with? We could start with Hawkman. Hawkman. I think. Yeah, we'll we'll close it out. Yeah. 
I'll let you talk a little bit about 28 because you hadn't read it, but I have. Um, yeah, so um, 28, um, basically, I think it was, was it 27 they run into, they first run into Anubis or when he, or no, it's 28. Um, so he is, uh, he's like meditating or doing some sort of ritual and, uh, um, Carter's also meditating and, uh, Anubis like senses him, senses his presence and, uh, Basically, um, he's he's tracking down uh, Carter and uh, uh, Shaira, um, and uh, he he wants to kill him for the last time. Basically, uh, he's really one... possessed by Hath Set too, right? I mean... Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's the villain that always haunts Hawkman in every era trying to kill him. And then yeah, he gets I, reincarnated and then Hathset goes after him again and then kills him. <laughs> and then they, they repeat, rinse and repeat. Yeah, and in this issue they're on a train and he, uh, uh, this guy, his his name is uh, Anton uh, what Nas or Haster? Yeah, I think it's Haster. Yeah, and uh, he basically like uh, he like infects or takes control of all these people on this train, turns, yeah, it turns into, them like, into zombies. zombies. Yeah, and so <laughs> they're all uh, attacking uh, Hawkman and Hawkgirl, and uh, they end up escaping from the train and they keep kind of keep fighting with with a group of these uh zombies and um or hawk girl escaped the train carter's still on there and uh this haster guys um got a got a knife out and uh he starts cutting just cutting slicing hawkman all over the place um and Hawkman can die now, so uh, he's he's mortal uh, at this point, and he's getting sliced up, and he gets uh, eventually he gets stabbed like right through the gut as uh, Hawk Girl comes back to the train to try and help him out, uh, and that's how Twenty Eight ends. Yeah, and um, Twenty Nine continues from the train. Yeah. I like when she comes on though. She's like, "I'll kill you, Haster!" And she's <laughs> she's like she's like jumping over the seats, like running yeah. across the seats. She is. And there's a lot of zombies. It. Yeah, she just kind of runs right over them, and but she becomes they, overwhelmed. Yeah, they grab her. But um, she does manage to spit in his face. Yeah. And Hawkman yeah. looks like he's going to die. But he does get a second wind, and he's pissed off. <laughs> yeah, he summons his mace after yeah. he pulls the knife out of he his stomach. He does the Thor on Mjolnir. He 
calls yeah. the, the hammer, the, the mace forward. And he says, you'll never hurt us again. And, and pulls, then he pulls the knife out of his side too, right? Yeah. And I don't, I can't tell what he does, but he, he must've just blasted something with his mace because there's like a huge explosion. Well, they, they start lighting up. Yeah, that's what I was. The knife, wondering. the knife, and the mace just—they turn turn luminous. Yeah, I and he says, this... "This is power," and it like blows up the train. <laughs> so I wonder if they're both made out of anthem. So I wonder if those people are ever gonna turn back from zombie <laughs> to, because there's a lot of dead people on this train. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, pretty much all of them. But this Haster guy gets all burned up, yeah, too. Yeah, his face is, is melted, pretty much. He's on fire. And his dagger is destroyed. Yep. And he, then... And that's when he says, I'm Hath-Set, the internal foe. Your death at my hand is foretold. I yeah. am Hath-Set. I am forsaken. And then it... <laughs> And then he sort of like I. That's what I had trouble understanding what happened there. Yeah. It's like the bridge collapsed or he fell. It looks like to his death. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the the train tracks or whatever collapsed and and yeah, and he fell. I'm surprised he didn't let Hawkwoman go after him though, because she wanted to fly down there, and he said, "She said he'll be back in in the next life," and and says, "We'll yeah. be ready." Yeah. And then it's but got he... a really cool uh, double page spread. Yeah. But he he was uh, Carter was really scared in issue twenty eight. Like through the whole the whole thing, he was like scared to fight or do anything. Well, he didn't want to like hurt hurt Hawkwoman or him. Like he was afraid. Imagine being mortal your entire life and being reincarnated, and then all of a sudden realizing you can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's so unlike him, and uh, and then he, in this issue he kind of he shakes it off, and it's like he's uh, now he's accepted the fact that he's mortal, and he's fine with it. The the thing that I I didn't quite understand if he is mortal, is did he do some more time jumping? Because he was in the 40s, and then later on it shows him fighting in other time periods. And when yeah. we see him at the end, him and Shayera are, they're old, old, and both have mm-hmm. gray hair. But they yeah. look like they're in the way, they're in the 40th century. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, did the uh, nth metal keep them alive, even though they were. They could die. Like, did it prolong their life, or? That's kind of what I was thinking. That's like, what I, I was thinking, or I, or, or maybe they time just, traveled again. It's like a, 
I felt like it was kind of like a, a green mile type of thing. It just made them made them live really long. <laughs> yeah. But there's always the possibility for time jumping. Yeah. Because it didn't say explicitly in those panels. Because it, it had them with the Justice Society and then later on with like the Guardians of the, you know, the GL Corps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. It, it sort of wrapped up and had an emotional ending of two people that love each other that have an undying love so um it was good yeah and i was i was glad that venditti got to stay on it the whole the whole series and i'm glad it got 29 issues and i thought the artist like did a, a awesome job drawing them old <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. when he shows him in like his green garb, like his robe that he's wearing, if you look at his chest, you see like the scars, you see like where he was shot, you see when he was like stabbed, you yeah. see all these wounds in his his body that he's had over the years. Yeah, and uh, I think those are and those are all. I think that's like a. It's like a nod back to um, after after he survived getting getting all cut up and stabbed by um, half set. Uh, uh, Hawk Girl made the comment about um, him having fresh scars. Uh, so I think those are those are all scars from just his period of being immortal. I think I think. Yeah. And she doesn't look like she has many, so she's a better warrior, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she definitely doesn't take the type of knocks he does. Yeah. Could be his temperament. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She gets pretty pissed, too, so. Yeah. But uh, I liked it a lot, and I thought that... Uh, Pazarin like or Pazarin, he draw he drew awesome. Yeah, and I like their I like the design of their like their green robes they're wearing. Oh the yeah, she, she, she's old in this, and she looks beautiful. Like it just yeah, yeah. she like aged so well. Mm-hmm. She's she has wrinkles like that. <clears throat> he really has a, a awesome line to show the age. Like, he aged them, and they look aged. Yeah, they do. And it looks like the robe, like, sits underneath the armor. It looks like she, like, took the armor off, and the robe was there. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the way that it sits under the armor makes it look different, too, which is cool. And there's a lot of like details in the background. Like you see him on the the panel where he's like writing in his journal, and if you look off to the left, you can see like whole cases of all the different armors, 
And then yeah. the one below it, you see all the different Hawkman helmets, and and you see all the maces and the weapons that they've used in these display cases. It's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a lot I of really, detail. I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, and he good. he went past the they like live past the Legion of Superheroes. That's just insane. Because <laughs> they're like 30th yeah. century, and this is the 40th century. Yeah, they outlived the Legion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And then Shazam, I was probably more farther behind than you were. I had to go, because we had covered like to six, issue six last time, and I hadn't read it since. So I had like seven through 15 to read. And um, I I found that like I had a hard time getting into it because I just wasn't feeling it. But man, once I crossed like issue 10, I, I got like back into the flow of things and i was like this is amazing yeah and i have uh i had 10 through 12 because i think i had stopped getting it at after 12 oh you didn't Uh, finish the arc no i i so so i didn't finish it oh wow yeah that's when it got good too i forgot that i had uh stopped getting it after 12 yeah because the climax was amazing because up up to that point it was sort of building on savannah mr mind and uh the black adam were sort of joined and what they wanted to do was get the magic so they could unite the the what do they call it? The monster worlds or whatever they were. Yeah. All the realms, all the different yeah. realms, all the different magic realms were supposed to become one. They were all going to like meld into earth and huh. they're kind of like the one thing that disappointed me is I was, they were talking about the monster society of evil. And I was like, Oh, I know those guys. Like I've read old Shazam books and I thought there'd be like this awesome panel with all the different, characters that i already knew and there was only two of them that i recognized the robot that mr adam or whatever his name is and and the viking guy the rest Hmm. of them looked like they were characters out of like villains of the wizard of oz or (laughs) or or you know that kid world they were all like in each one of those different worlds but the, the thing that was interesting in one of the realms was Superboy Prime was trapped. Uh, and when, yeah, he was trapped at the Rock of Eternity, right? Yeah, he was trapped, yeah. and they freed him. So he became like a big deal in like the last issue. So you had the Shazam family kind of fighting all the monsters of evil. And the big plot line was CC, who's Billy's father, came mm-hmm. back to reunite with his son. And... It, everything looked cool, and there was a seventh seat available among the Shazam family. So Billy gives CC, his father, the magic, and he becomes like part of the Shazam family. Which but was Rick, a very, very like 
trusting thing to do for Billy. A very tr- trusting thing to do. <clears throat> did you read up to that point, or did you? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was either t- that was ten, I think. So like he gave that, but you you read the point where the the Shazam the wizard was telling him, no, Billy, I I made a mistake picking you. Yeah, and, that, and you're... yeah, that was eleven. Yep. But but the wizard was right. The, mm-hmm. the, the wizard was actually right because they made the wizard almost look like a villain. Yeah. And the, they they were like, why are you back alive? And the the family said that he's a villain. So the the whole Shazam family attacked the wizard and sent him to the Rock of Eternity. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know at that time that he really knew the truth. Like he he knew that CC was not legit. Until later on, and I don't know if you got this far, but you learn that Mr. Mind is inside the body of CC. Yeah, that was, I think that was 11 when they revealed that. Oh, you you got got to 12 then, okay. Yeah, I read through 12, yep. Okay, so 12 was the the standalone. Yeah, it was like an interlude, basically. A very interesting one, though, too. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, I liked it. Like, it happens before Shazam number one. Like, it even says this issue takes place before, like, the Shazam family existed. It uh, it felt like an annual to me. Yeah. You know? But I liked it. It was like a good interlude before the climax. Yeah, it was it was good and and in that one uh Freddie Freddie for some reason is is kind of annoyed with Billy. It reminded um, me of the movie sort of like the banter it, between them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's annoyed at Billy because Billy's not getting bigger and badder villains to fight and he, and Shazam's not getting, you know, more publicity, I guess. So so Billy decides to go to Gotham and do some patrolling and see what he can find. And he he overhears like a, a radio dispatch about the scarecrow at some chemical factory. So yeah, then there's gets, like a there's a blimp in the air, and he hears them say, "Oh, there's yeah, the one of scarecrow. the scarecrow." And he the the thing I like about it is he's so naive, right? He's like, <laughs> "Oh, it's the scarecrow. Like, he's what's like, it gonna oh, do wow. to me?" <laughs> yeah. But he like at the same time he's like wow he's like wow it's the scarecrow he's one of the you know one of the big guys and yeah but then he's like well yeah what's he gonna do to me I'm magic yeah I'm magic <laughs> I'm I got all these powers what is this guy gonna do he's he's a human guy he goes after Batman and sure enough though scarecrow had him against the ropes man <laughs> it's well as soon as he entered that building scarecrow had him. You yeah, know, he was because already he was, gassing him. <laughs> he was already breathing in the gas. And then uh, I love Batman comes and Batman's almost like, all right, uh, nice job, kid. Let me show you how it's done. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> time, before he was like totally gassed, the the part that, I, that just didn't hold right with me is Billy gets a shot like on – on Scarecrow, and with his yeah. powers, he would have knocked the shit out of him. Like, yeah, he would. We're, we're not. We're not. We're, we're not yeah. talking about Batman here. We're yeah. talking about 
and, and I'm sure the super-powered guys, they know they have to tone it down on a human. But yeah, they the probably fact of, if he would have just yeah. put it at a certain level, he would have knocked him the hell out. Like, he wouldn't have even said a word. Jonathan Crane is a skinny-ass dude. Yeah, he would, I don't uh... think it would take a lot for anybody to knock <laughs> knock him out. You know, just knock him the hell down. Yeah, <laughs> I mean his power is trying to gas you before you can even get to him, and yeah, then control gotta, you. He's got to outsmart you or trick you. Yeah. Uh, but I I thought the same exact thing though. Like as soon as Billy punched him, because I knew I was like, well, that's that's not the end of it. But I was like, there's no way. That he's not flying across that warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he, Batman comes in to save the day and Billy's like, you know, I'm sort of like losing. The whole thing started because he was teasing him about, you don't have good villains. Like, look look yeah. at Batman. He's got this rogues gallery. Superman's got like Lex Luthor, Doomsday. Who do you have? You have a talking alligator in a suit. Yeah, you got you got a little worm. (laughs) (laughs) You got a little worm. Yeah, you got Black Adam. We'll give you that, and Doctor Savannah. (laughs) But everybody else is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And I love I love that part when Batman's trying to make him feel good. Like Batman is like Billy's feeling down on himself. Like I can't get it right. I'm too young. I I don't know why I was granted these powers and all this stuff. And he. He goes, I fight an a croc an alligator with a freaking business suit and, and Batman's <laughs> like, I I have one of those too. <laughs> I fight him in the sewers <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> so he tries to like make him feel good. And I like how they say, Was this a team up? And he goes, No, it wasn't a team up. And uh he goes, Well what about yeah, you probably only do it with Superman and so I I, I don't team up with Superman. He he tags along with me. You know, like he's just yeah. <laughs> he teams up with me. <laughs> I liked it. It was a it was a good feel good issue. I thought. Yeah, it was. It was it was really good. It was a nice break from the the yeah. main the main arc. And uh, the way the the thing the way it mapped up in thirteen and fourteen was sort of uh, Mister Mind gets control of uh, of his father, and you and Mister Mind tells him also Savannah they tell you that your father just doesn't care about you, he doesn't even know you exist, and he didn't even come to your door to meet you. That was us you know, manipulating you you because we knew we needed the magic to do this. And uh yeah. Mr. Mind is like this sorcerer supreme, except he looks in the form of a worm. And uh the whole Shazam family was getting beaten up by the <coughs> monster society of evil. And uh then I the the parts I really liked about the finale, like I really, really liked is that Superboy Prime came in, <laughs> and he's just like he's throwing the tantrum that Superboy Prime throws. Like he talks <laughs> about, he talks like this fanboy that's a jerk on on Twitter. Like he just <laughs> everything makes him angry. Like this is stupid, that is stupid, everything's stupid. 
and he like <laughs> even punches out his own team. Like he he, <laughs> he kills two of the monster society of evil, and that's what he's supposed to be part of. He like punches the queen, Jeez. the red queen, and kills her, <laughs> and kills he kills uh, another member from the, the the part of the realm that's animal based. Like uh, he he just slaughters that kills that person and uh he starts cutting loose on the the shazam family and you're like oh hell you know how are they gonna win but the thing i i really liked is that black adam came to his rescue like he said enough of this bullshit (laughs) (laughs) he's like what they're doing is wrong he knows that the savannah and mr mine like blindsided him and he really he really turned it up a notch and went after Superboy Prime like and he's like I'll take care of you and Superboy Prime is like I've taken care of you before you were like nothing <laughs> and then he says Billy you got to read the spell because the way that the Billy t- tried to hurt Mr. Mind is Mr. Mind was in Billy's father mm-hmm. so he read off a spell from the book that turned him like into the atom like really small so huh. he could he could go into cc's his father's ear and he was yeah. like he was like punching the shit out of mr mind <laughs> mr mind's kicking the hell out i mean kill like gonna kill him because he's a sorcerer and he was like controlling everything and billy's like well i wonder what will happen if you can't speak through that speaker on your chest you know that thing that he has on his mr mind yeah. always carries around and he like just pops that thing is like boom and then it, like his magic is gone <laughs> and then so then it turns into a battle of uh he enlarges himself a battle between black adam and him and then they team up to take down superboy prime and i loved i love 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 the scene that they did because they're superboy prime is sort of kicking their asses like he's he yeah. just he's another level of power like yeah. I, I don't understand his powers but he usually kicks a lot of ass and uh he's he's pretty much not vulnerable to magic like superman is mm-hmm. i i i think freddie makes a joke like how could he be how could he wear an s and he goes well bizarro wears an s <laughs> and he's like <laughs> so it's like it, it was just really cool but they they say we have to say Shazam at the same time. And Black Adam's like, I can't. I'll turn to dust in this time. Like, I can't exist <laughs> here if I if I actually switch. And he, mm-hmm. Billy says, you got to trust me. So, like, they, they go right up to Superboy Prime to punch him. And they say Shazam at the same time. And it's like, Shazam! Boom! And that lightning bolt <laughs> comes down and hits Superboy Prime, knocks the shit out of him. Jeez. And then Black Adam like turns, like starts turning to dust, and Super uh, uh, Billy grabs him, and then like transfers his the energy that he has, like the Shazam mm-hmm. power, over to him so he can be Black Adam again. Wow! And they, he lives, and huh. he ba- they basically end up where he's saying, as long as you don't ever come to Kandak, we're we're not enemies. Like Black Adam tells you, wow. tells him we're we're not enemies anymore as long as you don't come into my land and yeah. like I, I just love the way it ended and the family was there and Takitani sort of restored back mm-hmm. to his original because 
they turned him like into a little tiger like savannah or one of them had magic and like turned him into like a real little tiger because hmm. he attacked them when he was attacking the savannah the the family and uh it kind of had like a, a good family moment where they're all there and there's like i wonder who's going to take the seventh seat and later on it it says the wizard's talking and he says you will eventually have another battle to protect the people in the magic lands or the magic realms mm -hmm. and um from that point it shows them in the like way distant future and the seventh seed is filled by black adam so i thought that was oh, awesome wow. huh, like it's cool. because he's an ally now you know yeah it, it was so it was so good i i dug it that's awesome and then the last yeah. issue was by Loveless again. It was just a standalone issue, number 15. Huh. But it was so, like, heartfelt. It's like Billy Hat was going back to school, and this, there was a substitute teacher, and she was trying to teach, and he didn't want to learn. He was actually being a jerk about it. And later on, he realizes that teacher, he's, he's Shazam, and her house is on fire. Like, she's in an apartment mm -hmm. building. The whole complex goes up in flames. And he mm -hmm. has to rescue her. And she's, like, depressed as hell. So as Shazam, he just, like, eats, like, dinner with her. Learns learns from her. And I don't know. It's just really a good story. Like, it, helping somebody that's, like, down on your luck. with, And he has all the powers in the world, but... Yeah, just, just being him was enough to help her, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought that was cool, and she was helping him at the same time. Like she was teaching him the importance of history because it was, why do I need all this shit? Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, and she was trying to explain to him that it does. Like, just because Batman, you know, puts the Joker away in this Ark Asylum, he gets out and kills a bunch of people and then you say batman's <laughs> a hero because he captures him puts him back in the hero but the problem puts him back in the asylum but the problem is maybe us she what she was saying is that the fact that we don't have a good mental institution that's funded well enough to help these people yeah and that we don't have the right facilities to keep them in the prison you know like yeah. the right equipment and the right stuff and that's stuff that we can fix. And she's telling that to Billy. And, you know, same thing with Luther about the price of gas and all this stuff. It's like <laughs> Luther's a bad guy, and then he reduces the price of gas, and then everybody loves him again. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a good issue. That is good. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, amazing to me how I, I, I thought the the way that the series flowed between Jeff Johns and um, uh, Loveness. I can't remember his first name, uh, but the way I think it's this... John, but I'm not sure. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff yeah. Um, the way the the story kind of flows between the two of them, they don't feel like like their writing feels very similar. You know, it was yeah. a sim similar tone. Um, the only thing the... about his is he he get he gets the tone of the kids like he gets yeah he gets that but these were like just a day in the life of Shazam sort of things that right. he was doing whereas Jeff Johns was sort of 
telling this whole thing about the Magic Lands and the Monster Society. Right, but they both get the they both get kind of the the family aspect of of the character and yeah. the they'll have the the nice family moments or whatever and the you know the uh the learning moments for the the kids and things and uh to me that's kind of like the the you know one of the main Shazam qualities yeah I'm trying to find out like who was in the original Monster Society of Evil. And I know Mr. Mind was obviously there, but Black Adam and <clears throat> he gathered villains like Dummy, Mr. Who. Um uh, I Cap- guess they've had many Cap- different Nazi. Yeah, that's the uh, other one I that I knew. Ibac. Yeah, Ibac. He wasn't there, but they had that huge Adam guy, which was always there. I forget what his name was. He's like a robot. Mr. Adam. Yeah, Mr. Adam. Ogar. Well, King Cole was there. So the only two, like I don't, I don't ever, I don't know if you, if it was an issue twelve or eleven, where they have the huge splash, like yeah, yeah, of the Monster Society of Evil. The yeah, only two, the only two it. that I remember that were there, well, Mr. Mind and Savannah were there, but there were a lot of characters that were like from Fantasy World and stuff. There were some strange characters. Let me let yeah, me see if I could pull that double page spread because it. Mr. It's got Mr. Adam King Cole, Savannah, uh, Scapegoat, Mr. Merry Go Round. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Merry Go Round. The Red Queen. Yeah, it had two two of them. The, the Wicked Witch of the North or whatever. From yeah. The Wizard of Oz. It, it basically had the villains from Alice in Wonderland and the Wizard of Oz in there. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. And then there was somebody from Takitani's land. That was like a fox, or a, I don't know what he was. Uh, scapegoat. They scapegoat. scapegoat and yeah, the scapegoat. Yeah. So the only two that were were the original was King Cole and uh, Mr. Adam. They were the only two that were part of the. Well, Black Adam, Doctor Savannah, Mister Mind, but a lot of the other big names. And if you look at the history of them, none of the other villains were here. But it was really good. I, I I started off like ho hum about getting back into it, and by the end, especially like if when once it goes digital, you should read eleven and twelve, or uh, sorry, uh, thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, I'll definitely check them out. Yeah, I think you won't be disappointed. There, there's. There's some incredible splashes in the Black Adam scene. The the things between Black Adam and and Billy are just awesome. It was really good. I had a lot of fun with that actually. I started off like I didn't want to read it and then 
I started reading it, and I, I think it was around issue ten. I, I got into it, and then it yeah. was hit 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 eleven and twelve, and then twelve sort of re-energized me because it just reminded me like this is who Shazam really is. When I was really I was really curious, um, uh, and it kind of intrigued to find out how Superboy Prime was going to fit in. Um, it's kind of disappointing though that he he was beaten so easily. Well, not easily, but no, he wasn't so beaten quickly. easily because he had the most of the issue was those guys getting their ass handed to him. Yeah, it wasn't until they actually said, "Hey, if we're gonna take this guy down, we have to work together." Yeah, and, and I and Black Adam had to like sacrifice. He could have died. If yeah. Billy, if Billy didn't like transfer the magic to him, he would have died. Like he, Black Adam would have died. If yeah, if, had Shazam been another another kid, he may have died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, that's that, good. I I really like uh, I really like the way um, I really like that ending though uh, with those two teaming up because I'm definitely you know. Um, in the camp of like whenever I see Black Adam uh, kind of going after Billy, I'm always like they should be like allies or something. You know, yeah. they shouldn't be they shouldn't be enemies because really Black Adam all he cares about is Condock. Right, and it's interesting that uh, Bendis is going to turn him into a Justice League member. Yeah, that yeah. that will be interesting. I wonder if he'll ever leave Condock <laughs> to be part of the Justice League. Uh, I, I guess he would have to. It, or is, is he only taking missions that, that happen he, in Condock? I, I think that if I, if I could guess what Bendis is going to do is he's going to be like... <clears throat> Bendis always likes to have somebody on the team that is not quite good. Like yeah, he'll he'll be like the Luther when Luther. Yeah, was on. he he he's he's like he likes to put people in there that they've had a bad past or they're they're yeah. not they have shades of gray that like he could he would put a Magneto or something on the team or whatever. Yeah. But it, it, like he had Wolverine in the Avengers. Like he he just put yeah. odd characters in there. Jessica Jones. I mean that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um. Because Jessica Jones is an alcoholic. Like, <laughs> she's not like a Captain Amendment. Well, I guess Tony Stark was too, but <laughs> in, all, in all truth. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we got Elvira number one from 1986. And uh, I love the Brian Boland cover. I, I think it's amazing. I, Brian Boland's one of my favorite. Yeah, that, that is a really good cover. Yeah, it, yeah. I like the fact that there's like banter between her and Kane. Like, it seems like Kane doesn't want to go away, but Elvira doesn't want him in the house anymore. <laughs> like, you you've had your time. I don't, you know, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's is it. Uh, is it Kane talking or is it the house talking? Because I thought it was the it's house. The, it's the it's the house talking for Kane, I think. 
Oh, okay. Because there, there, there's issues where Kane. I th- I thought he came back in one of these issues, one of the well, last issues. The second issue, she was supposed to be like searching for Kane, like she was supposed to find him. In the second issue, um, in this one, she's like run. She's like running away from this mob. Yeah, it's like Frankenstein, kind of like where a mob is after Frankenstein or something. Yeah. And they're after her, and she hides in the house of mystery. Yeah, and she's uh, she's not she's uh, surprised at how like furnished the house is. Like someone is living in there. Yeah. I like this first story. This is kind of uh, a Dungeons and Dragons world for like witches and warlocks. Yeah, this was this was odd. This was definitely. It took me a while to figure out what was happening. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's a family of witches and warlocks that get together every now and then, and they just like to play a game of like Dungeons and Dragons, but it's more realistic. Yeah. And they get into this game and one of them is like disgruntled, the younger the younger one. He he's like I I can't take this crap from these people. <laughs> and he's the one that sort of turns on them. <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember what his name was. Just trying to trying to find his name, but there's uh He turns the game into real like the game, like they could die in the game, and it wouldn't matter. And then he turns it to yeah, like they're supposed to be events. like acting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But the the one the one son or whatever gets gets mad because he he died early in the one game. Yeah, he keeps. Uh, get, he's the one that's the bad guy because he. Yeah. He keeps dying early because he doesn't know how to play the game and takes it out on his aunts and uncles and all his relatives. Yeah. And almost gets the he almost takes them out, but they they get their powers back and they turn him into a little baby. <laughs> he sent like he sent orcs after him. <laughs> yeah, he did. And the one, the one, the uncle or whatever got stabbed. Right. Or at least he 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 pretended to get stabbed, right? Cause yeah, they... and his, his uncle tells him, your little terror spree is over. You'll cause no more trouble for us. No, wait, I was only kidding around. <laughs> <laughs> I would have corrected everything once I was done. And then he, like, just reverts to a baby. They thought... Then then the aunt says, a baby? I thought you were going to kill him? I couldn't. So now he's a baby and he's harmless. And they said, well, next time we play games, maybe we ought to just stick to chess and and pente. (laughs) I don't know what pente is. Yeah, I don't either. That must be an old-time game. And I didn't Google it. And that's when they it's have a, Elvira looking at. Uh, is it a card game? It's a strategy board game. Oh, it's a board game. Created in 1977. 
Ah. By a di- a dishwasher at a pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like they played the game on the ch- those checkerboard tablecloths while waiting oh, for the or- yeah. orders to arrive. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's uh, it looks like it's like a big thing at the the place where it was created. It's like a big. Uh, it's almost like a landmark or something. Huh. Interesting. I never heard of it. Yeah. I I was, and I wasn't alive in the era where they had the pizza parlors with the checkerboard tables, too. Yeah, I remember that, too. Hmm. And it seems like Kane is, like, stuck in the picture, and he's like, I don't want to wind up like this guy. <laughs> The house's last owner. She's always like poking fun fun of him. The next one is by Robert Kaniger and Arthur Garoshi. And it's called Death Likes a Lullaby. And now my internet's not working so I can't scroll. Yeah. Oh, this, this is one. about the serial killer, right? Um Yeah, it was the the guy that um he captured this girl. Kid, kidnapped the guy's daughter. Yeah, and he was going to hold him up for ransom. I remember this now. And he says, "Okay, I want you to drive past this tree on a cliff and I want you to throw the bag into the water." And then he's there, and he goes snorkeling and gets the bag like that. That would have been hard to find in, in the underwater. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I, who knows if the current would like carry the bag or something. Yeah. And then he, instead of freeing the daughter because he got the money, he obtained the money and was supposed to free the yeah. daughter. He decides he's going to bury her alive because he doesn't yeah. want any witnesses. Yeah, he... and that, and then he says, "I'm gonna go to Vegas." <laughs> but he, I'm gonna celebrate. He buried, yeah, he buried her, and she she was singing the the lullaby while while he uh, buried her. Yeah. yeah, and then he he went to Vegas to uh, <laughs> to blow all the money he just made. <laughs> But he keeps seeing images of her. Like, he drives by, and there's, like, Welcome to Las Vegas, and there she is in a bathing suit. He looks up in the sky, and there's a plane, and it says, Everyone's lucky in Las Vegas has a picture of her. So everywhere he looks, there she is. And he hears the song, too. Yeah. He goes to the craps table, and there, you know, there there she is handing the dice. (laughs) And then her (laughs) image is in the dice. And then she yeah. hears hears the voice on her phone, and that's when he like falls out the window <laughs> to his death. <laughs> yeah, and there's this girl like on the sidewalk just looking at him. <laughs> yeah, and she starts singing that lullaby. <clears throat> yeah, that that one was good too. Oh, and. The, then Elvira says that um, once 
the cops had found her buried and they they freed her. Which was yeah, that's right. I yeah, I forgot about that. <clears throat> so the that next, that the next story had a good, good ending. I like the next one as well. This one was called uh, Once Upon a Time by Dennis E. Yeah, this was the the wizard um that wanted it all. He wanted the one woman that was the peasant girl inside of the the town. <laughs> and that one woman was in love with an, with another young man. And he knew he couldn't have her, so he tried to steal her. He did steal her. Yeah, he... Was that him as, like, as the the giant bird? Yeah. Either that or he sent the bird over there. I don't know. Yeah. The bird, like, carried her yeah, off. Yeah, the magical raptor swo- swoops upon the young peasant girl and carries her off to the destination the young lover can only guess but he he goes to try to get help from the the wizard that's in town and though he knows about this guy and he's like okay i'll help you try to rescue her and they like team up and they go up there and they try to rescue her and they sort of do like he accomplishes his job but they're like They'll have inter- eternal love, but they're caught inside of a vase or something. Like, they'll always... They try to they try to entrap the, the bad wizard into a, one of his worlds where there's all these, like, godlike entities, and he ends up fighting those godlike entities. And they keep yeah. him trapped there. <clears throat> yeah, this was a uh, this was a lot. This story was a lot longer than the others. It seemed like. Yeah, it was the bulk of the story. I thought. Um, but yeah, they there was a lot. There was a lot of fighting in this uh, between the the two the two wizards or the old man and the wizard. I don't know if they were both wizards. Yeah, they were both wizards. Yeah. But they didn't actually, like... I guess their love is entrapped in this vase. Um, Sen Young is outraged. The love his two friends have as rare as a jewel and should be eternal as the mountain. Their love is something he cannot permit to perish. Because they were dying... And he had them live inside of that vase that he has. Oh, that's right. That yeah. uh, that jar. Uh, yeah, they got like sucked into that um, other dimension or whatever with that wizard. But then he he was able to bring them back, but they. They were dead when he brought them back. Yeah. <clears throat> but he like, yeah, he like 
captured. their essence or something. Their souls yeah. in that jar. The vase, whatever you want to yeah. call it. He said their love is something, or they they say their love is something he cannot permit to perish. Yeah. And he saves it in the, the jar. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good one, too. I like that one. The next one was kind of good if you like like B films and bullies, I guess. Um, yeah, I liked this one. I thought this one was good. Jack C. Harris and Dan Spiegel in Vengeance of the Creature Feature. Yeah, and uh, actually, and Kane Kane makes an appearance uh, at the beginning of this one along with uh, Elvira. Yeah. Uh, and that's where yeah. she says, I don't share billing with anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this one, like, the the kids are at, like, a horror movie, and there's four four uh, friends, I guess, and um, they, see, they see, like, an ad for a film contest where they can win $1,000. Um, so they decide to make a movie, but... The only one that has the camera is the kid that the others don't really like for some reason. Yeah, he's got buck teeth and he's red hair, scruffy looking. He's the the kid that's in the group but sort of out the group. Like he's yeah. there. They don't want him there. But yeah. he has the camera. So they're like, well, we could use this camera and film this. And that's when they pour like they say you could be the monster creature and they like make this uh concoction of goo and it's like hotter than hell and they just throw it on his face and they they get his hair all messed up and they turn him into the monster as they film it and then they leave him there like they yeah, take they're... his camera and they leave him out in the middle of nowhere yeah that kind of sucks <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. They were <laughs> this one threw me off because I was like, they're at the the movies with this kid, and now they're like just mean to him. Yeah. <laughs> but they uh, they had the funniest part is they have to uh, um they they want to look at the film they shot and they don't have a projector, but the kid <laughs> the kid whose camera they took has a projector so they went and got it from his mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they start showing the film and they're like i didn't add those special effects where's this where's this coming from and it said it's all it's all real yeah and it's like he's the... he sort inside of the film he he, he became a monster and he killed these kids i guess and then won the contest. <laughs> yeah, then he took the. He was filming it. I he, he must have been filming it, and then he, yeah, turned it in. And then Elvira takes that vase that was in that one story, and throws it out at the mob. And then they become fans of her. Like, Elvira, we love you. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, 
She said she just lobbed a love grenade. Yeah. It was like a love potion or whatever. Yeah, that was pretty good. And there's a couple of comics in there. Or cartoons. Yeah, I like the uh, the cartoons pretty good. The witch puts in uh, something into the cauldron and these monsters pop out. Then the kid puts something in and Batman and Superman pop out. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we have a shorter issue, which is the second issue, which has another beautiful cover. Yeah, that's a really cool cover. It reminds yeah. me of uh it reminds me of like a cover to one of the the Rye issues from Valiant. Yeah, from Valiant. These all had a theme to them, right? Like the, all the stories in this one. Yeah, it was all samurai based. based. It was all samurai, yeah. Samurai based, and she's Elvira is supposed to um, search and find Kane, but she doesn't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> but she finds a samurai sword. <clears throat> she takes the sword off the wall, and so then the house tells a story or a samurai story. <clears throat> And this one is written by Robert Kaniger as well. Um, art is uh, Angel Trinidad Jr. And this one, um, it, th this first scene is like really confusing to me. Like it's a samurai, I guess, in the middle of like a a battle or something. And, he, does, uh, he doesn't seem like he's a good samurai, is what it is. And then he's right. trying to see. He realizes what he did. Like he's, he blames himself for getting this young uh, woman killed. Yeah. So he He says, "I have blood on my hands, and I, I don't. I want to redeem myself." So the rest of his time is just trying to be a good person. I think. Yeah, he he vows to. Um... <clears throat> to uh hunt down evil and stop evil um the uh the way that the way that first uh page is is like drawn it just it was confusing to me like who killed that that girl you can't really tell it looked like she d um, stabbed herself yeah that's what it looks like um but yeah so like you said he uh he makes an oath, um, and then the, his sword also um, makes the same oath. So the sword is kind of uh, sentient, uh, I guess. Like Katana's sword. Right. Yeah. Soul Taker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but he basically travels all over like a badass and just. Uh, kills all the evil uh, samurais and other evil men. And he kind of becomes like a legend um, throughout the, the, the area. 
people call him the greatest samurai of all time. And then... Uh, Somebody wants his sword. <laughs> yeah, he he kind of gets ambushed. Um, he's coming to like uh, an inn uh, for the night. And he gets stabbed in the back. Yeah. By a guy that wants his sword. <clears throat> but then... Uh, um, because he killed that samurai and now has that sword, he has to follow that same oath. Yeah, he becomes a good guy. But he, he wants to end being good, I think. So he thinks if he perishes all evil by killing this dragon, he's done his job. But then the sword turns on him and kills him. <laughs> yeah, because he's still evil. He's yeah. says there's... There's one evil still left. Left. <laughs> Stabs him. <laughs> he thinks he killed the last evil, but he was the last evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that one. That was good. I like. I really like the art in this one. The Yeah, it does look really nice. The, the of... faces are really... I like the faces. They're real descriptive. Yeah, it looks like somebody in a Joe Kubert school type. Yeah, it does. And then uh, Elvira is still playing with the the samurai sword in the house. Yeah, I like, like this because you don't usually see like a whole issue dedicated to the theme. Yeah, yeah. It's... Usually it's just a bunch of horror stories. And this whole one was samurai based. So was this all they ever uh, released was two issues? No, there's a lot of issues. I'm still oh, trying okay. to so... fill. There's, there was almost a year's worth. I think there's 12. Okay. So I wonder if each issue does have a theme like this. Well, the first one didn't have one. Well, right. The first one didn't. Uh, this one is Samurai. And then it looks like the next one is like a Western. Yeah, it could be. Because when you get to the end of the second story, um, it says, uh, let's see, it says next uh, retribution, and it shows Elvira in the cowboy hat. Yeah, um, so maybe it is themed. It shows it's hard like to a, tell. For, it's hard to tell from the other covers though if they are. There were eleven uh, issues. Yeah. Okay. Eleven issues and one special. I only own a handful of these. I have like number one, two, and three. And then I don't have anything until the special, which is the Haunted Holiday special. Yeah. So at some point I want to finish getting these collections. Number 11 has a Dave Stevens cover, which is pretty amazing. The creator of the Rocketeer. Yeah. Yeah, this one is called The Samurai Who Suppressed Death. <clears throat> this is another good one. This is uh, Robert Kaniger and Noli Zamora. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, this one, this, uh, this, it's like a new, this guy's like a brand new uh, samurai, or he wants to become a samurai, and he has to like spar with this big, this big dude, and um, he has a stick, and the guy has the big dude he's fighting has the sword, and he just kind of hacks up the guy's stick, but then the guy with the stick steals. Um, the second sword from the big guy and actually beats the the big guy in the the fight. So then he becomes a samurai, which is what he's always wanted. But he's yeah. like one of those guys that wants to join the military to see action and never sees yeah. action. <clears throat> so he's bored, and then finally a battle comes where he has to go out there and they're look like they're going to get slaughtered <clears throat> there's arrows that just flying at yeah. the samurais left and right and he makes a run for it like a coward yeah he sees <clears throat> death and then he realizes what he did and he says well i gotta go redeem myself yeah and this one uh this one i this one is probably like one of the deeper stories that that we've had in in this uh, <clears throat> two issues. Um, it's like he uh, he saw death uh, like physically and metaphorically in his first battle, and then he ran. Um, and he goes to he rides to another town. Uh, thinking he's safe, and then he comes across these uh, these drunken guys who are causing trouble with a woman. And so he, <clears throat> yeah, so he kills those two guys, <clears throat> but then he gets hit with an arrow from out of nowhere, and. Uh, he kills the person who shot him with the arrow. Um, and he's, as he's laying there, he sees death. And uh, he sa death says to him, I wondered what you were doing at Ugetsu, which was where that battle was. He right. said, your appointment with me was here. So he was always meant to be there. Right. He was always meant to, to die in that town. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Pretty short, but it was yeah. really good. Unfortunately, they don't have any more issues on this app. Yeah. Yeah, because I got to the end of this issue, and it says next retribution, so then I was expecting another story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were really good, though. The uh, and those those issues aren't aren't too cheap um, at my comic shop. Yeah, uh, that's why I haven't gotten them yet. <laughs> yeah, they're at least like nine dollars an issue. Yeah, they're and some sometimes double figures depending on the grade. <clears throat> yeah, I think that Dave Stevens one's worth quite a bit. What issue was that? Eleven. Eleven. They might not even, even yeah. have it. They don't. Hmm.
So um, now we get to pick what we what our next book is. Yeah, and actually, I came prepared tonight. Um, <clears throat> so I have my old books that I've picked um, from the app, and awesome. so I so my picks will be um, uh, Grifter one through four uh, from. 1996 yeah 96 and 97 1996 and 97 okay <clears throat> and then the other one I'll pick is the Time Masters uh, Vanishing Point um, is that and Dan that's Jurgens a... on that or um can't remember. Uh, let me see. It is, yes. Yeah. Um, and that that's six issues, so I'll just do the whole six issues for that one. Okay. It shouldn't be shouldn't take too long to read. And the Grifter was one through four. Yeah. All right. I am gonna go with. Uh... The Witching Hour, one and two. Ooh. The Witching Hour, one and two. Because I haven't read those. And then... Oh, cool. I think I want to stay in the Hawkman realm. But I don't know if they have the issues I want to read again. <laughs> Let me see. There's a lot of stuff on here. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of Hawkman. <clears throat> okay, I think I want to go to the 2002 to 2006. Ah, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, but I'm going to go... I'm going to jump... And not do the Jeff Johns. <laughs> I'm going to do issue 30 through 34. Okay. Oh, Palmiati and Gray. Palmiati and Gray, yeah. yeah. Nice. This was a hell of a Hawkman run. Because yeah. the creative teams stayed solid on the title even after jeff johns left yeah i got ryan sook on uh art yeah so that's what i'll go with and then we have to decide what to do new 
Did you get any future um, state, or do you have any future state? Did, did you um, sit it out? No, I'll, I'll be getting it. Um, I should be getting it next week. So we can do a couple of the. Do you want to do the... two two of them or? Um, can, yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 let, I'll let you pick. Do you know what you picked? Yeah, um, I'm going to pull up my shipment now just to see. Uh, I've got uh, Dark Detective, Green Lantern, Justice League, Robin Eternal, Shazam, uh, Superman of Metropolis. You have most of them. <laughs> Yeah, Superman, Worlds of War, Swamp Thing, Flash, Next Batman. Which ones do you want to cover? Pick two of them. <clears throat> um, how Which about... one are you most curious about? I'm curious... Um, I'm curious about... I'm curious about both Batman ones. Okay. <laughs> the Dark Detective and the next Batman. The next Batman. That one I've read already, but I, I like it was good. I, I thought it was really good. So like I'll remember it. <clears throat> there's so three story getting... there's three stories on that one. So I'll be getting two two issues of that one. So one and two. Okay. Of that one if you want to cover both yeah we can do that if you're getting both of them yeah and then the one issue of dark detective the dark detective okay that sounds good we'll do that cool yeah i'm i'm really curious to see how those are i liked them but it has they a it has a it has like a connecting vibe to all three stories like there, mm-hmm. there's a situation in Gotham, and all three stories involve that situation in the oh, future. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, I haven't read a... the Dark Detective yet, but the first one is the the new Batman. It's called the Next Batman. Yeah. The the next the the middle story is the sort of like the Outsiders. Mm-hmm. And then the third story is really intriguing because it's called the Arkham Knights. Yeah. <clears throat> incredible, incredible art on there. Like, I don't... This guy came from other books that I've read before, but I, I never saw his art at this level. Like, it's just it's uh. incre- incredibly hyper-detailed. It, it's huh. pretty neat. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm curious to see how these are, because... It's interesting to hear that they have um, that not only are they in the future, but they they then have a tie together still, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. I think that they're at least picking the same time period for the two Batman books. Yeah. I didn't know if they were going to just be all over the place. No, they're all in the. They're all in the same time frame, sort of. I don't know how. Like I, I I've read the first wave, and that's it. So I've read, is, I've read Swamp Thing. I've read uh, Wonder Woman, uh, w- which I think was my favorite. Um, 
<clears throat> the next Batman, um, The Flash. That one mm. has a really interesting premise. Mm. That one, if you're a Flash fan, I think you'll dig it. it it's oh, like yeah. a, it's a, it's a thing off the Rogues, which is kind of interesting because the Rogues are. Yeah. Flash has love... a great. He's another character that has a great list of Rogues. Yeah, I love the Rogues. Which is why that, what, why uh, that Shazam issue was so funny because he's like. Got, all your rogues are ridiculous <laughs> except for black adam and savannah everybody else is ridiculous yeah <laughs> it is funny when he he names batmans and you're just like oh my god like yeah. <laughs> all, all the best ones yeah. <laughs> uh there's swamp thing flash wonder woman the next Batman, and there was one other one. I can't remember what else was in week There's, one. There's, um, was the... Was oh, the any... Metropolis, Superman yeah. of Metropolis. And that's, is that John? Uh, is that John Kent? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was. That one's another three stories in it. Okay. But, but the same kind of thing that's in Batman. Like, there, <clears throat> there's something that happens in the first story that the other two stories are related to. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's got Jonathan Kent as Superman, and then a, a, a Mr. Miracle and the the Guardian. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the Superman Worlds of War one looks interesting, too. Yeah. I also have... <clears throat> the uh generations shattered book does that is that connected at all to the future state or is that just uh well i haven't read everything but this is the way i understand it future state comes out of dark dark nights dark nights yeah so whatever happens in that book leads to future state and the aftermath of Future state is generation zero, from what I understand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it'll say inside that generation. That's a thi- that's a thick, a thick one too. Generation shattered. It's a pretty it's a thick five, one. Yeah, five ninety nine book. Yeah. Huh. For <laughs> I always randomly do this. I don't know why, but for. <laughs> Uh, looks like I inadvertently ordered two copies of that. <laughs> <laughs> In the same cover? Um, yeah, it looks like it. Huh. You double-click the button. I must have, yeah. Or I, or I saw it in a different like a different view, maybe, and was like, ooh, I need that, and didn't notice that I had already got it. I don't yeah. know. I... I will occasionally do that randomly. All right, so we're set. We're going to go to Future State. Yeah. Yeah, that'll well, be cool. Future State, the next Batman 1 and 2 in The Dark Detective number 1, right? Yep. All right. Sounds yep. like a good plan. <clears throat> well, we'll see yeah. you in two weeks, and then we have uh, the winner of the a contest which i'll try to post a little early to give mm-hmm. us a head start because your future states won't arrive until friday 
Um, I've been getting them pretty quick. Like, um, so have you... I. I don't know what they did. They must have hired somebody. Like, yeah. Normally, like they would ship it on a Wednesday, and I would get it by Friday, which is still quick. I mean, two days. Um, but I feel like they're they must be shipping it on Tuesday. different days. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been getting it more middle of the week now. Um, which is really really impressive <laughs> yeah i used to sometimes get them on monday because i'm in colorado yeah and now i've been getting monday or sunday or monday and now i've been getting them on a friday or saturday depending on the week yeah and usually i they fall really behind over the holidays and this is the first time in the christmas week and the new year's week that they were on time believe it or not hmm. so yeah that was Something's going on. <laughs> they yeah, hired and, somebody. And this year was probably especially worse, ship, like shipping wise. Yeah. You know, it's there were a lot of delays. Yeah, because they, they probably they probably had to figure out how to allocate their staff to deal with the DC, you know, distribute distribution to LCSs. Yeah. And, and then also appease their current customer base. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. They probably shuffled some of their good people. We we probably felt a little bit because they probably had to shuffle some of their good people to the the other job of DC, distributing DC Comics, and mm-hmm. they probably split their good staff half and half, and then started hiring. Is what what my guess was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good week. You. And uh, yeah. we'll talk to you soon. And I forgot to give our contact information, but uh, our, we're at dcnoisepodcast.com, and uh, we're uh, we're also on Facebook at DC Noise Podcast. Uh, you can reach Kyle at K Pettit Five, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. I am at Mike Myers Brunch. And we will talk to you in two (laughs) weeks. And I'll try to post the, like I said, early so we could get a head start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see who wins. Lately, the horror theme has seemed to win every time. (laughs) Yeah. You're, uh, you're actually on a winning streak now, I think. Yeah. I had three in a row, I think. Yeah. Because they that's... picked Omac, which is which surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good though. We got some good good choices. Yeah. Yep. I'm kinda interested in the Grifter because mm-hmm. it's I just finished reading rereading the new fifty two Grifter. Ah, yeah. So uh it'd be interesting to read this one. Mhm. Plus he's going to be prominent in the Batman books. So Yeah, yeah, he uh uh well I can't remember what it was. I just read. Maybe it was Detective where he showed up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Detective. So I think he's going to show up a lot more in Gotham. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. I'd like to see more cool cash. Yeah. 
All right. Well, have a good one. Hope you have a yeah. good week. Stay healthy, and we'll talk yeah, to you, you in too. two. All yeah. Right. Take it easy.